Hey everybody, it is Zachary Carr, and I thank you to listening to Unmasking God. Um, I have been really, 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 really been waiting to do this one, and I've kind of been praying when I should talk about it. Um, this podcast, just to remind you, is talking about unmasking God, and we're really focusing on like the Father part of God. And this is what I'm going to talk about today is what really, 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 really changed my life, like what flip my world upside down it's identity it's knowing who you are it's do it's knowing to do it's knowing what you're doing from the place in your heart it's it's understanding who you are and from who you are you you do so um something that a lot of people necessarily don't understand is that um we get our identity from our father our parents and it really actually comes mostly from our father. The way we look up to our father and the, whoever our father is, we're more likely to do what they do because um, whatever you look up to is what you become. Um, I remember when I was in like high school, I was with a certain group of friends. I just really looked up to them. And I remember my brother ended up saying one day, he's like, dude, you just talk like your friends. And I didn't even notice it because when, I look up, when you look up to people, you really just start to become them. You start to become like them. You start saying the same things they do. And that's one of the things I really believe why God has us able to worship Him. It's not that He's egotistical and needs our worship. It's just that He knows that if we adore Him, if we look on Him, and if we really like look up to Him, we'll become more like Him. And that's where the transformation comes. That's a little bit separate. But when you're growing up, you always look at your, your parents, your mom, your dad, and you're like, man, like, I, like you just look up to them as a kid. You just want to be like them. And... That's why a lot, of, a lot of the times people see what their parents do and then they just kind of do the same things. I just know when I was growing up, my dad played football and he was a hard worker and everything and you just kind of fall right into the same footsteps. And there's nothing wrong with that. And that's really how it really just happens. You just kind of do what your parents do. And um, one of the things for me was that I was really reading... The word and the Bible actually says it says to call no man your earthly father. So the really interesting about that is when we get to heaven and everything, there still is you still have your family and you still have everything, but of course you're not you're not married in heaven or any of that. It's all of us just have our straight line, our straight relationship to our heavenly Father. And I think when the Bible really says that is our parents, they do they created us on on the on the side of our physical body and everything of that nature but then on the on the other side of it our heavenly father created our soul he created our spirit he is he breathed that into us at the time of our birth when we were in our mother's womb he breathed those things into us and and that's and that's where all of that comes from but the thing is is that our true father is in heaven and that's where our identity really comes from it comes from being his son it comes from knowing that Jesus died on the cross and that now we're holy followers and restored because of what he did. And we have to really live in that because kn- knowing who you are is probably like probably like one of the, probably like probably like the second or third biggest thing like a Christian can do besides like salvation and getting baptized in the Holy Spirit. Knowing who you are is like everything because if you don't know who you are, you'll f- you'll fall for anything. You'll you'll do things that you're not to become something that you're that you're not. I know that's kind of like what happened to me in high school. I did a bunch of things that wasn't me. 
to fit in with people who didn't really know who they were, and then just to not even to be kind of like rejected to them, you're rejected from them in a certain extent because it's hard to. It, the Bible says that you need to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and the second great commandment is love your neighbor as yourself. But the problem is if you don't love the Lord, you won't be able to receive any love from Him, and then you can't. If you don't love yourself, you can't love anyone else, and and that's a really hard problem. And it's really you, you got to give yourself some slack. You really got to love yourself, and you you gotta you gotta soften your heart to give yourself some mercy. You gotta forgive yourself. But kind of just going off of what I was saying here is that like knowing who you are really is everything, and it really comes from knowing what a real what God the Father is really like. It really comes from encountering Him and knowing Him. And um, the big thing with that is you really have to just look for His nature in the Bible. And it might be completely different than what you think. The thing is, is that for me, I really saw God the Father through my relationship with my father. So how I, how I kind of saw my dad, my relationship with my dad was kind of how I thought my heavenly father was in heaven. When I grew up, my dad never meant this to meant this to happen. But sometimes, my dad would always get really happy when I do when I played football well or X Y Z, and so I kind of I kind of fell into the whole um, kind of like performance based mentality. So what happened was I remember I hurt my shoulder my freshman year, and I didn't really play football. My sophomore year, I I kicked, but I didn't really play DB. Because, you know, kickers is not the coolest position. but And then I didn't play football. I didn't lift for a whole year. So when my junior year came, I was really behind. And I remember I just, I wasn't, I wasn't like as good as I should have been my junior and senior year. And I thought my dad was like so disappointed in me because I didn't do well. I really didn't have much of a relationship with my dad from my sophomore year to my, um, to my senior year. Because I just thought my dad wasn't happy with me. I thought I had it do in order for him to be happy with me and that really happens to a lot of people there's different types of fathers there's performance-based fathers there's passive fathers and then there's fathers who just aren't there there's absent fathers and and those can really 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 mess up the way we see God's heart towards us and I'm just kind of kind of lay some things out here and then we'll go through we'll go through um the prodigal son in Luke 15 11 through 32 but the thing is, is that before we go into any of this, is that, that God loves you for who you are instead of what you do. And I know I went over this last week, but it's so important. He loves you for who you are instead of what you do. And you should, it's really good to look at your relationship with your own father and be like, wow, do I look at God the Father like that? Because God, God's a loving father. And here's one thing. If God's going to correct you in any sort of manner, it's going to be in so much love and it's going to be through his word. He's not going to He's not going to break, he's not going to, you're not going to get in a car accident and you're going to be like, oh my gosh, God, just punish me. I just got corrected for something I did last week. No, that's not, that's not what happened. You just got in a car accident. If anything, it was, it was the, the enemy. But, um, what I'm trying to say is that you have to know who you are. So you do things from who you are instead of trying to do things to be someone. Because then you'll never, ever, ever, ever be happy. You'll never make it. Once you know who God is and He tells you who you are, because once you know who your Father is, you look up to Him and you take on 
you take on who he is, and then <clears throat> obviously we take on through he is through Jesus, being sons of God, being um, sons and daughters of God, we are able to actually have identity to move forward and not try to do a bunch of things to be something. Because then we'll be trying and trying and trying and we'll feel like God's never happy until we finally get it done. But once you really know who you are, that's how you have the love of God. And you're able to receive the love of God because your, your heart's open to receive the love of God. And that's actually what moves us to love other people. Um, but we're going to read Luke 15, 11 through 32. chapter I was wondering I was like I did not see I did not see any okay parable of the lost son then a certain man had two sons so when we look at this there's actually two sons it's just not the prodigal son they both had their separate issues so we're going to kind of quickly go through both of them but this is how it goes a certain man had two sons and the younger one of them said to his father give me the portion of my goods that fall to me so he divided them to his livelihood and not many days after that, the younger son gathered all together, journeyed to a far country, and there wasted his possessions with prodigal living. But when he had spent all, then he rose, then rose a severe famine, and he began to be in want. And when he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country, he sent him into the fields to feed swine, and he would have gladly filled his stomach with the paws that the swine ate. And no one gave him anything. But when he came to himself and he said, How many of my father's hired servants have bread enough and to spare? And I perish with hunger. I will arise to my father and I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your, your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. And then he rose to his father. But when he still was a great way off, his father said to him, and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. So I just want to stop real quick and, and point something out here. If you if you look at the if you look at the process of how this of the prodigal son came home, it was that, and this is this is I've talked to so many friends, and this is exactly the same process that just naturally happens, is that they realize their life, they realize their need for God, and they realize their need that they can't they can't do it themselves. Their way is the wrong way, and then they get to a point where they come to that realization, and then they repent. And they say, Father, I've sinned against heaven before you. So they get their heart ready to receive love. And they know they can't do it. So they repent. They open their heart and they say, God, I'm sorry. And then what happened is, is that, oh, this is a beautiful part, is that he wasn't even that close to home. He said, and he arose and came to his father. But when he was still a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. And then it continues to go on that his father threw him a huge party for him coming back home and, and, and took him in with open arms and, and love and gave him the best robe to wear and gave him sandals and they killed the fat calf. And what ended up happening was is that all it took was for him to realize where he was. He repented for the way he lived. And all it took was him to make 
one, he just had to start coming home to his father. And even though he wasn't even that close to home, his father saw him from a great way off. And I really see that as like God's just like waiting for us. He's on the edge of heaven, just waiting for us to take one step to him so we, God can throw this extravagant party for us. I just remember, I remember my one friend, it was about two years ago, um, they really came back to the Lord. And I just remember that they just got to a point and they repented and they just, they came back to God. And I just remember that like once they made that first step to move forward, I I swear to you, I saw the world. I just like really had heaven's eyes on it. I just saw the world revolve around this person. I just remember how every every sermon we went to, every preaching church event we went to, I thought that the world was like revolving around this person. I would just remember, and I really feel like God showed me that because that's what he wants to do to us like forever. Like he wants to make, like we're the apple of his eye. And I know we're supposed to focus on God and we, and we do, but like, God showed me, like, He makes the world revolve around us. Like, He loves us that much. And obviously, we're not supposed to focus on ourselves, supposed to focus on God, but, like, that's just how much He loves us. Like, He, like, the Father here threw a party, and obviously the Father represents Father God, but He, he threw a party. He gave Him the best robe in the house. He put it on Him. He put a ring on His hand, sandals on His feet, he cut the fatted calf, the nicest, nicest food they had. And it was just it was just amazing, and I just want to say that like no matter what you're doing, that God's ready to receive you with open arms. He doesn't hate you. He hates sin. He doesn't hate you. He loves you. He loves the sinner. He hates sin. And if you ever mess up with God, you have to come to God and say, "Listen, God, I messed up," and it's okay. I, I, he he he's gonna receive you. He's going to receive you with love because the goodness of God is what leads to repentance. It's not shame. It's not condemnation. That does not change people. It's the goodness of God. I remember someone told me, someone in the church, their dad was like an alcoholic. This Actually, a pastor at the river. Their dad was an alcoholic. He came home from Bible school, and he was just telling his dad everything that happened. And you want to know what changed his dad's life? The love of God was just all over him. And then he just started weeping when he was telling him everything that happened from Bible school and God set him free from alcoholism and everything right then and there and he wasn't even talking about that it wasn't he wasn't trying to push anything he was just telling him about everything it's the love of God the kindness of God the goodness of God that leads to repentance and um I really don't really feel to talk about the other son we can talk about another time but if there's anyone out there who just really 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 thinks I've gone too far I've done too much all you have to do is repent just repent of what you've done. You just have to repent of what you've done and open your heart to God. And I, I promise you that He'll make the world. He'll make the world revolve around you. And I just want you guys to say this prayer with me, just a prayer of repentance. If there's anything, and I just I promise you that God will make His world revolve around you. And He's gonna show you how awesome a father is. Because there's nothing like being a little kid. Your dad always makes the world. Seem like it's revolved around you. He makes you feel special, and that's really what your heavenly Father wants to do. And um, yeah, I'm just gonna pray this out. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you, Holy Spirit, for every single person listening to this podcast. And right now, if there's anyone who feels like they just need to repent for the way they live, Lord, I just ask that you open you open your arms and thank you, Lord, you're opening your arms and they're experiencing your love right now. And thank you, Father, you're gonna you're gonna make the world revolve around them, and you're gonna show them how special they are and how much you care about them, Father.
Thank you, Lord. Now, if anyone wants to repent, just say this after me. Just say, Father, forgive me for my sins. Forgive me for what I've done. I believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross for my sins and he rose again three days later. Thank you, Lord, for raising your son from the dead so I can spend eternity with you and have a relationship with you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to thank you guys for listening. Um, I'll probably I'll pick up next week on the other son. And I just want to tell you that God loves you so, so, so much. And no matter where you are in life, the love of God is what should always lead your relationship with Christ. Um, and then, yeah, I'm on my Instagram, Zach Carr, V-A-C-H underscore Carr, C-A-R-R-7, if you guys want to um, hit me up or ask me any questions. But thank you guys for listening and have an awesome day.